All right, so tell me what a champ does after you end on the season on top, you go into the off season. I know it's short, but like, how have you been spending your time? Yeah, it's, it's still a lot of travel. You know, I feel like the off season is super short and we've always said that, you know, our, our off season is, it's pretty small, but um, I've enjoyed doing all the things that come with the championship, you know, all the media stuff, the, the different, you know, things you can go off and do and the asks and stuff. I always, I've always kind of been a, a yes person when it comes to that because I enjoy it. And, um, but then obviously I enjoy spending time at home too. So it's like, how do you balance that out? Uh, but I think it's been a, a pretty good balance so far this off season, but yeah, we're, we're back at it right now. And before you know it, we'll be out in LA. You mentioned it a little bit, but how has this off season differed from maybe past off seasons because you are the champion? Yeah, it's differed a little bit, you know, maybe a few more opportunities. Um, you know, start of December and things like that. Uh, but, and then it kind of, it, it wound down a little bit, but then now the start of the season is coming that kind of ramps back up a little bit more asks and things like that. So that's been fun. Um, there's, there's a handful of things I'm really excited to do before Daytona uh, that they have planned for me. And, um, and also it's, it was fun seeing, you know, we're fortunate that we have Thanksgiving and Christmas in our off season, so it's fun going all the family gatherings and, and seeing family members, maybe you don't see a lot through the year and then talking to them and uh, about you know, what we accomplished and things like that. So that, that part's always nice. Why do you think it's important for you to be a yes man? You know, I've always looked at it as, uh, I've kind of always been that way um, of opening myself up for opportunities to grow the sport. Cause I, it doesn't only grow the sport, it grows yourself as well. And it's, to me, in my mind, it's a win-win for everybody, right? Because I want the sport to be healthy because I want to be in the sport for a long time. So um, I think it's just building towards, you know, growing yourself, growing the sport, and then leaving it better than when you were a part of it. I think that's kind of always been my mindset. That's what my dad told me at a young age is, you know, trying to leave something better than when you found it or when you got into it. And that's how I've approached everything. And, and I think it's led to a lot of great opportunities and obviously great relationships with NASCAR and and folks outside of it. And um, you know, those things I, I enjoy doing. Rewind a little bit to after you won the championship. It seemed like the next 24 to 48 hours after that was like team no sleep. Yeah. What, what all did you have to do after that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a lot of sleep for the 48 hours afterwards, uh, which was good though. That was the only time I, I enjoyed running on, you know, three hours of sleep each night. And um, yeah, I mean, post championship, right? That night, Sunday night, we had a great celebration with my group, uh, a lot of the Penske folks that were out there. So that was great to share that with them after I was done at the racetrack. Uh, and yeah, the next morning we headed out right to New York, you know, and, and did a lot of stuff up there and um, a lot of shows, uh, went to NASDAQ, like just a lot of stuff that maybe I didn't really, was like, oh, that's interesting, we're going there, but it was, it was neat to do. And um, was at the NAS, was on the NASDAQ building, which was kind of cool to see uh, right there. So. Um, but it was nice to be home, you know, two, three days after that to really kind of, okay, decompress. And once I got home, like I was so excited and my dogs were like the most excited, I think, to see <laughs> me and, and just hang out with them. And, uh, and then Gianna and I just got to relax a little bit uh, for a few days before we were off and running again. So um, definitely something I would like to do again. I'm not going to complain about those 48 <laughs> hours after because they're hard to recreate. And I kept telling, you know, my guys and, you know, folks involved in the team and stuff, I was like, you know, I was trying to slow everybody down, you know, like it's everything happens so quickly and it's like, it's hard and it's important though to slow everything down and appreciate it. Cause you never know if you're going to have that feeling again, you never know if you're going to be in that spot. So trying to take it all in 
uh, was a lot coming through, but you try to process everything and appreciate it. And I think that's what we did, or at least we tried our hardest to do that. And um, it made it even more enjoyable. And a couple of trips too that you had some pretty big moments happening in those as well, specifically the one at Washington. Do you want to tell us yeah. what happened there? <laughs> yeah, uh, I had a great end to the year, you know, after the championship, uh, I ended up getting engaged in December. Uh, so that was fantastic. Uh, Gianna and I, we've been together for you know, almost four years now. And uh, I had this plan like six months. I had this plan in June. Like I already knew I wanted to do it. No, I, I had people asking me like, well, you won the championship. Did that make you want to propose? I'm like, no, I planned on doing this. This, that was just the cherry on top of everything. And um, yeah, from the championship, getting engaged. And I turned 30 uh, late December. So I keep telling people like, I don't know how we top the end of 2023. Like it was a huge year. And um, so yeah, just really great, really great to, to share you know, those few moments with, with her and uh, the whole family and all our friend group. And um, so, yeah, that was, that was good to, you know, take the first step into tying the knot. How much has her support meant to you through just this past season, obviously the last four years and just your family support around that as well? Yeah, well, I've always had great family support. You know, I've been really lucky to have very supportive sisters, you know, parents, um, you know, family in general that have always you know, supported me in my racing and always been there through the good and bad times. And uh, I can't thank them enough for that. And then, you know, once John and I got, you know, together and, uh, you know, it was interesting because I never really had someone like that. Like I never had a, a long-term, you know, someone I can really enjoy life with and go through life with. And when you find someone like that, you know, it's just, you appreciate it a lot, right? So uh, she's been fantastic. It's been fun teaching her about motorsports. She's come a long way from when we first <laughs> Matt, she had no idea about the sport, which was, I thought it was great. I thought it was funny. Um, it, was, it was, I felt like a teacher. I was kind of teaching her about, well, this is this and this is how it is. And she's been great and understands the travel schedule and understands the hectic life of, of what it takes. So um, yeah, she's, and she's always been there for me, you know, like I said, through the, I think it's, it's better to have somebody through the bad times, right? Cause those are way harder to get through. I was, the good times are the good times and you're gonna enjoy them, but the bad times, there's gonna be a lot of them that you have to kind of sift your way through. And it's nice to have someone there, uh, especially her that, you know, really supported me and always kept my head up, you know, when it's easy to, to put your head down and, and uh, not be very confident and kind of feel down on yourself. So it was nice to, you know, it's great to have her around and she, uh, she's been fantastic. You mentioned that you've had to come maybe teach her a little bit about motorsports. How have you seen her evolve at the track as far as like the emotion that she shows now that she, you know, understands everything? Yeah, yeah. it's. Um, it's been funny to watch and, and you know, the, honestly, the, cause I don't know how she reacts when I'm in the car, right? Like, I don't know that she just tells me about it after the race or even she won't tell me sometimes if, uh, you know, how she reacted in some of these moments and, uh, you know, this Netflix deal that we're doing, uh, I saw a lot of it cause they mic'd her up on the pit box and I see her in these tense moments. I'm like, Oh, so that's how you reacted. I was like, that's funny, uh, that, that you reacted that way. So, um, now it's, it's been cool for her to, for me to watch her, accepted sport, you know, and really become a huge part of it uh, and understand, you know, when are the good times, when are the bad times, you know, how do I, uh, you know, I give her tons of credit because she changed, she had to change her whole lifestyle up, right, to, to fit mine, right, and, and it's been a, a great two-way street of, you know, us kind of going through this crazy lifestyle together, but yeah, it's fun to see her become a race fan and become a, you know, a racer and because um, her, you know, her family were race fans, but she was never really a part of it. And um, it's been it's been neat. And her father is a huge race fan. And 
um, it's been fun to get to know him. And, and he was like, I told you this racing thing's cool. And uh, so it's been, it's been fun, you know, to see that, you know, in her and her develop into, you know, what she is today and, and learn the sport because that's, I almost looked at it as like, it was easy for me to learn it because I grew up in it. But when you don't grow up in it, right, uh, you have to teach and you have to, and you hope that they like it, right? I know some people that are like, well, I don't like the racing side. I'm just, you can do your thing and I'll do mine. And it's, it's been fun, fun to kind of mold together. What else have you been doing this off season? I know that you do a lot of charity work, Alzheimer's. There's a lot coming up later in the season, but anything that you've kind of put your mind to before the start of the season? Yeah, just a lot of planning for the year. You know, I think that's, that's the one thing we do also in the off season, we plan, you know, our events for the charity. Um, you know, you plan all your stuff through the year. Okay, where do we want to focus our efforts towards? Um, and that's always neat to do. And, um, you know, we go to a lot of senior living homes and it's always nice to, to do that, especially around the holidays, um, to see everyone there. And uh, so that, that's been special. So we have some fun stuff coming down the pipeline that I'm excited to, to get rolling once the year gets going. I know we mentioned this a little bit in Nashville when we talked to you, but there's a lot of people that say how much of an approachable champion that you are. Do you like that? Do you like that people view you that way? Yeah, you know, and I, um, I just always try to be myself. You know, I just, I just don't, that's just how I've, my personality and my personality doesn't change, you know, whether championship or not, you know, and um, whatever anyone's opinion is, you know, that's great. If it's good, you know, if you like me, you like me. If you don't, that's fine. Um, but I've always just kind of tried to be a, an open person. And, and it's funny because I wasn't that way as a kid. You know, it wasn't until, you know, probably five, six years ago, I really kind of opened up and, and just tried to make myself as approachable as possible and as relatable as possible. Um, but like I said, also kind of staying to yourself, you just kind of blossom a little bit. So uh, that's, that's great that people say that. And I just try to emulate that as like, you know, I, I, whether it's fans, you know, appreciate them being there and being supportive. Uh, so that part is something I think I was taught as a young kid from my dad because he was around it for a long time. And it's something I've tried to take and run with and also kind of evolve it my own way, which has been which has been fun, too. And being relatable, thinking about the off season, you know, you're just at home. What, what do you think people would think? Oh, that's very relatable that he does. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Everything. I mean, I'm just uh, it shocks me sometimes, you know, that when people are. I think some, you know, some people might be different, but like, uh, you know, say they say, oh, I'm shocked this athlete or this whatever, you know, that I watch on TV, they do this stuff that I do every day. It's like, well, yeah, I'm a person too. Like, I don't, I just do something different on the weekends. Like, that's what I do. And then my week, you know, it's mainly at home. You know, I just, uh, I get up really ticked off when something breaks in my house and I have to call someone to fix it. And I mean, it's, it's all the same, you know, things around the house, but, uh, People are always shocked that I like get my own groceries. It's like, well, yeah, what do you think? I'm going to pay someone to go get my groceries. It's like, yes. So uh, yeah, that, that part is always, you know, fun. But yeah, I think, uh, gosh, just being a, I'm just a 30 year old guy who just drives in circles, you know, and everything else is just, uh, I'm the same as, same as the next person. What do you have going from now until we get to Daytona? Uh, yeah, we, uh, so we just wrapped up our media day stuff this week. So that was, uh, that's always nice. That's a true kickoff of the year for me. Like even before we get on track, when media day comes around, it's like, okay, we're back. We're back in it um, and, and gearing up for the season and, and it's arrived. And uh, so, yeah, we'll head to the clash here in a couple weeks uh, in the LA Coliseum, have a week off in between to kind of get ready to be down in Daytona for almost a week and 
Uh, and then, you know, gosh, we run six months straight, you know, or about that, probably five months straight. And um, so you better be in it for the long haul. So just trying to prepare, uh, you know, whether it's prepare professionally or personally to kind of get ready for the grind of the year. And um, it gets easier with time, I feel like, because you get used to it. Like you're like, okay, here's my schedule in the off season. At this date, I need to have all this stuff wrapped up because now I get busy. And I always kind of put in them blocks of, uh, of all this stuff. But yeah, excited to finally get back going. I, I, I enjoy the off season until like January 1st, and then I get ready to go again and uh, get itching to get back in a race car and, and just compete because that's normal to me. You know, you always want to go back to what's normal and comfortable to you. And to me, that's racing. And uh, so it's nice to finally that, that approaches. Last question. I saw through media, maybe NASCAR productions, that you had the patch, your yeah. champion's patch. How cool was that? Yeah, so that was, uh, you know, after the banquet, um, after all the celebration and stuff like that, trophy, uh, that was the next thing I was really excited for was the patch on the fire suit, you know, so it has the NASCAR Cup Series and then under it they have the champion logo. Um, and that's a cool club to be in, you know, because you put your fire suit on every weekend in front of a mirror and it's always nice to kind of see. And then you see it in pictures like, oh, yeah, I remember that. It'll, it'll become normal. But when I pulled my fire suit out for the first time yesterday, I was like, oh, that's cool. It's real. You know, it happened. Uh, so that part's nice, something they can't take away. And um, so the patch was like the, I wouldn't say the last exciting thing that I can look back on from the championship. Hopefully, you know, there's going to be more. But uh, that was a, a really cool kind of stamp that we could put on it. I lied. Last question. Is it weird to have such a short off season? And that the success, I mean, I know that the success will kind of go down in the history books, right? You'll get to look back on all of this, but it's so short-lived. And then it's like, okay, when's the next one? You know, like people always want more. Is that weird? I know that's part of sports in general, but is that kind of a weird thing to accept? A little bit. You know, I feel like that's part of, you know, whether it's competing or even, you know, anybody doing their job, right? If you have a big breakthrough in something, right, it's like, there's time to celebrate it, but then it's also like, okay, that's a great accomplishment. All right, where do we go from here? All right, how do we continue this success or how do we continue to up our game, obviously? So uh, I was saying the last two weeks of the season were, were odd because, you know, we win Martinsville. We didn't even have time to celebrate Martinsville as a team because you're immediate to Phoenix. Win Phoenix, and we were able to celebrate it a little bit, um, but it just it gets scrunched together. So, uh, you know, I think it's time to celebrate, and we've had our time to celebrate, but now it's, okay, how do we replicate it? How do we continue to get better as a team and as a whole? Um, and that's, that's what's expected of people, right? It's like you can't just rest on the good things that you've done forever, right? You have to continue to, to show that you can repeat this. And, uh, and hopefully, hopefully we can do that.